Welcome to the next episode of Humans of SDU, podcast that discovers your stories. Today, we want to introduce you to Pernille, who recently opened up the Cozy Cafe at the dorm near SDU, where this podcast was also born. Today's episode comes with a little contest. Listen closely and write us what Pernille's favorite drink is. She will have a coffee and a piece of cake for the first one. Your today's hosts will be me, Mishka, and Anna. Enjoy! I would like to welcome Pernille in our podcast. Hello, Pernille. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> and we invited Pernille because she has recently opened a cafe uh, at one of the YesU dorms. And we would like to hear her impressions about what it's like and how she enjoys it. From what we've heard about uh, about you, you studied to be a teacher. So what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? that's a, that's a great question. Um, I studied to be a teacher. I finished my studies. I worked as a teacher for a couple of years, but I did not like like the reality I uh, I saw out there. And what do you mean? What reality? Like okay, so so what happened at the time when I was studying was that they made a big reform uh, politically, where they changed the way the school works completely, mm-hmm. um, and that meant that the school that I came out to to work in was something different than what I started studying for, and I didn't like, like we were way too busy and didn't have time for the students and. I simply couldn't see myself in that because I've always been a people's person so not having time for the people around me uh, that doesn't work for me so I stopped and uh, then I just bopped around for a while working in different um, yeah actually different food related jobs at a food truck at a cafe um, mm-hmm. yeah And then in the end, I got the opportunities to to start my own. And have you always had in mind the idea that you could have your own business business at some yeah. point? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm I'm from a family where I've seen my mom start her own bookshop. My dad, he's uh, he was a banger, and now he's a full time beekeeper, mm-hmm. and he started wow. that from scratch as well. So, you know, I've been used to seeing my family doing that and my dad always told me like if if you're annoyed by something if you have something to complain about do something about it and so you did and i complained about my boss at the last cafe for one and a half year mm-hmm. and then i got the chance to do something about it and i've been i've been going like oh if this was my place i would do it like this and like that and now it is my place and i can do it the way i think things should be done So what was the process of starting your own cafe? Is it, is it hard? Uh, yeah. And I don't know, it was very overwhelming because it all went, it all happened so quickly, you know. Um, one day I'm, I'm working for Soupstone, which was the cafe down there before me. And uh, the next day I'm writing a, a concept for my own place that I have to send to the office and yeah so basically I just went in there and I said what's the like what's the rent 
for this place. Um, what, what should I do if I wanted to start a place? And they just went like, oh my God, that sounds like a great idea. Could you just, <laughs> could you just make a concept for me? And um, could it be by tomorrow morning? Because then I actually have a meeting with the board. And, and I was just standing there completely flabbergasted, being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, yeah, okay. So I went home, I wrote my ideas, sent it to them. And they liked and then, it. And they liked it. And I think one and a half months later, I signed the lease and I quit my job. Mm-hmm. And then I had, um, I had a month, basically, to, uh, to figure out how the hell you start a cafe. Quitting your job sounds like very, you know, losing all the stable ground you have under your feet. Did you have any fears? A lot. Mm. Um, You know, half the time I walked around being like, oh my God, this is so cool. And the rest (laughs) of the time I was like, what the hell am I doing? Um, So (laughs) it was a very uh, emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And whenever I met some, like I had some problems and stuff like that, that I would go like, oh my God, is it too late to just pull out and go back to my old boring job? Um, But then on the other hand, on the days when when stuff just worked out for me, I just thought, oh yeah, I can do this. This is going to be great. And luckily I I have a boyfriend at home who supports me a lot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I guess he makes it a little less scary because whatever happens here, I know I still got him and we still have his income. So <laughs> it's not, I'm not going to end up on the street, Yeah, which mm-hmm. is kind of the most important thing to me. It's good to know you have someone in your back. Yeah, exactly. Did you have somebody else to go for advice or what was your source of inspiration? Um, well, my, my old, not my boss, but the head chef at the old cafe, he's nice to, uh, to have on speed dial whenever something in the kitchen goes sideways and I'm like, oh my God, why can I suddenly not boil a potato or whatever? Then I call him and I'm like, Morton, I'm an idiot. Please tell me how to do this. So he's willing to um, help you with that? Yeah, mm. we're, we're still good friends. And my father helps me with the accounting and uh, yeah, the financial side of everything because mm. I'm not a numbers person at all. So I have him on speed dial for the oh gosh, how do I do this? And how do I send out an invoice and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, and then I have my my little brother, who's 22, I think. Oh, not that <laughs> not little. little. Not that little. <laughs> not that little. And half a meter taller than me as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, he, he studies here at SDU and um, he's good with computers and web pages and stuff. So he helps me with all of that. Mm. That's interesting to know because when everybody comes, they can see your face and you're standing there, but actually there are more people behind the whole project. There's lots of people helping me out. Yeah. That's great. Luckily. Um, Because, you know, in general, it's just me. I have to do all of it myself, but I have all these people that I can go to for advice and help. And yeah, so that's great. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't do it without them, basically. Because if, if I were to, I don't know, figure out on my own how to make an invoice and send it 
it would take me four hours. Yeah. If I call my dad and ask him, I'm up and running in 10 minutes. So if I didn't have all these people, I would probably get through, but it would take so much more time. Hmm. And time is not what I have most of these days, <laughs> you know? I mean, what about the name? I mean, anybody who sees the coffee ca- cafe sees that it's really cozy, but how did you come up with the name? Was it, was it hard? Was this your um, first choice? Oh, gosh. <laughs> name picking is so hard because you cannot just redo the name, you know? Um, so basically what I did was I listened to... I mean, I, I worked here for a month when Soupstone had the cafe. Mm. And I listened to all the customers, all the students. And what they asked for was some some more coziness, a more cozy environment. So I I had that in mind when I made my whole concept. I was like, okay, it needs to be cozy. It needs to be a place where people want to hang out and chill. Um, and for a long time, I, I worked around the Danish word hygge. And I really wanted to incorporate that somehow. But it was hard because I know there are so many international students out here. And then I thought, okay, should I just make it like a wordplay on hygge and write it like hygge because that's often how people pronounce it or something. <laughs> but it just didn't work. It didn't feel right. And then I thought, no, hygge is, I mean, it's a little bit pretentious of Danish people to say that hygge is a Danish thing because everybody else has it. They just don't have that one word to describe it all. So then Cozy came into the picture and... We played around with it. I wanted to call it Cafe Cozy. But then the little brother came in and he was like, yeah, but that domain is already taken. So if you want a, a website, hmm. you should think about your name in accordance to the website as well. And that re- really helped a lot because a lot of my ideas were scratched that way. I was like, okay, someone else has that and someone else has that. Hmm. So we ended up with Cozy Cafe that way. That's correct. And now I'm really happy about it. I I couldn't imagine any other name now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, definitely the place just says coziness. Um, did you just find a find an empty empty place? Did something stay um, in the downstairs area after the last cafe? Actually, most of the stuff that's there have always been there. Um, the table and the chairs belong to the to the dorm so i haven't really had any influence on that the sofas in the in the lounge i bought from the previous owner and uh, well basically i just uh, i made some new pillowcases <laughs> for the existing pillows did you make them by yourself yeah i did to save money nice um because pillowcases are kind of expensive and uh, it was just uh, cheaper to make them myself and then I could get the fabric I wanted so I don't know I'm not into uh, decorating that much but still I have like if, if I decide I want something in this color any other color won't do you know <laughs> um, I want it to, to, to be my way mm-hmm. and I couldn't find any pillowcases that matched what I wanted so in that way it was just easier that way and but yeah and yep. then um yeah the setup I have with the open kitchen in the cafe area 
I bought from the previous owner as well, and then I just added in my own machines. So in that way, most of the stuff is the same. Um, and a lot of the, like where stuff goes have to be the same because there's not much room to change that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, what I'm, the way I'm trying to change it is with pictures and blankets and pillows and all the little, details. all the small things, yeah, mm-hmm. all the details yeah. that, that can really make a difference. And besides the equipment, do you feel like you have support from SDU in another sense? Well, from from the what's it called? The board, the dorm, <laughs> the people that has this building. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they uh, they support me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, they they bought all the board games we have in there. So basically, we talked about it, and, and they said, "Well, that would be a nice thing to have." said i don't have the money for that and they said okay but we do so so the deal basically is they bought them but they're in my cafe for everybody to use and soon a tv is coming up as well so we can uh, have sport events and add a a console and play fifa or whatever stuff like that (laughs) and and that's all them as well Um, mm. I just said, they basically just said, would you like this? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> they said, okay, it's gonna happen. So, so they're really good. And they're, yeah, they've been very supportive all the way. And for example, they also said, oh, in the month where you're setting it all up before it actually open, you don't have to pay rent for that because you're not gonna make any money. So you don't have any money to spend and So in that way, they really made sure that it was easy for me to to get started. That is definitely helpful as well. A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then then of course I have the I have mono, monopoly monopoly. I don't know. I'm the only one who's allowed to sell food for the people who uh, who have meetings in Sky and Cloud and Rainbow. Oh, you also oh. provide catering for there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's very helpful too, because that's a very nice steady income you have there. And I mean, it it makes sense that they get the food from me because I'm in the building. Mm. But the canteen at SDU offers to bring it here as well. So it helps me that they don't really have that option anymore. They just, they're forced to (laughs) to buy my stuff. (laughs) <laughs> good for you. Um, Hopefully good for them as well. <laughs> well, yeah. So far, people have been uh, very positive about it. That's great. Yeah. But I, I see that as a great um, like a great responsibility as well. Because when they're forced to eat my food, it really has to be good. And I have to listen to their needs and try to comply with that. Because anything else would just be really bitchy. Just mm-hmm. be like, no, eat this crappy sandwich. You have to buy it. You know, it's uh, so I actually see it as a big honor to uh, to do my very best for for those customers. Because yeah, people walking into my cafe actually have a choice. The people who have a meeting here don't. With students having really great attributions here, do they still come down and and eat, or do they just come for for a coffee and a board game? Um, both, I'd say. Um. There's a lot of people who 
who treat themselves like if they had a really hard day or whatever they're like ah oh, can't be bothered cooking tonight and they come and then they eat either at the cafe or they bring the food upstairs because all my food is available for takeaway as well um so and a lot of people just come down for fries so maybe they have something else that they made in the kitchen and then they just want to add fries to that meal <laughs> so they just come down for a large fry and bring it up i like to think it's like that my boyfriend thinks they're just eating the entire tray of fries in the elevator on their way to the floor but... <laughs> <laughs> and both are possible <laughs> and i think both are true sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> but anyway some weeks are over for you so are you happy with it so far the way it is well as a business owner i'm never completely happy um <laughs> it can always get better and i'm definitely expecting it to still get better but i'm very happy with uh, with how things have gone so far from like from the first week when i had absolutely nothing to do till now i can see that i'm getting more and more busy every day and that's just amazing and people start to actually use the cafe and the lounge the way it's intended to come with their study group and to hang out to play a board game um so i really enjoy seeing that that uh, that people start using the place what are your plans do do you want to hold any events there or maybe board game nights oh yeah <laughs> i have oh gosh i have so many plans so many ideas and uh, could you introduce <laughs> some of them Elaborate a little, a little hint. on that yeah. <laughs> yes um so uh, there's a guy gom here at the dorm he's uh he's planning some international dinner where everybody can come and bring a dish from their country and stuff like that and he want that to be at the cafe which i think is a great idea because i like it to be a place where people can come together and i mean what's a more perfect place to bring food than at the cafe you so know you wouldn't <laughs> mind the fact that they would actually bring their own food and wouldn't buy yours Yeah, well, then hopefully they see it's a nice place and they will come some other day. Um, all the events does not have to be about me making money. It also have to be about the people living in the building and having some some social life around the the rooms, basically. And I believe if we make some events that make people come there and have a good time, then they will probably come back another day and buy a coffee. Uh, so no, I don't mind that on an event, event like that people would bring their own food and not buy mine. Um, then we've talked about yeah board game nights, quiz nights. Oh, um, sounds interesting. A hungover Saturday brunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people give me a lot of ideas, and I'm gonna. Basically, what I'm doing is I, I write it all down and then I look at it and I'm like, okay, so I need to plan this. I have to figure out how will I do it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, yeah, that's what I spent all the spare time doing, basically. But talking of spare time, we were like thinking about it and do you actually have any? Because your cafe is open Monday to Saturday, which doesn't give you that much free time open all day um yeah the easy answer is no i don't <laughs> um, 
But I I do have like during the day there are some some times when it's not too busy and um, of course I spent that time in the kitchen prepping and and yeah cooking and I have the catering as well but when I have some time mm-hmm. where I'm not doing anything um, I, I take a time out and I, I go to my office space which is uh, basically me sitting at one of my own tables with my computer (laughs) Um, and that's when I'm planning stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then of course I have Sunday off well yeah so (laughs) so I often spend a couple of hours on Sundays so you still like do stuff to your for your cafe on Sunday yeah aren't you tired yes (laughs) some days more than others um but I'm tired in a different way than I than I was before when I worked for somebody else, you know, because now it's me and it's my stuff. And being at the cafe for 12 hours a day does not really feel like being at work for 12 hours um, because it's my place, you know. So, of course, I'm tired when I get home because I'm away. I'm basically away 14 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um but it doesn't feel like work the same way. So, I, I mean, I enjoy my Sunday. I definitely do. But, <laughs> but it's, not, it's not too bad. It's good to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And I have good friends often. Like, Saturday is not a busy day at the cafe. So, I have friends visiting me at the cafe on Saturdays. <laughs> mm, that's a good solution, so, probably, to like a spare time. Yeah, exactly. So... Last week, for example, I sat down with a friend for two hours and had a coffee and talked. And then whenever someone came in, I just got up, made their sandwich. And then when they were gone, I sat down again and was like, okay, where were we? (laughs) So, yeah, it it works. Uh, But I wanted to ask, um, you said you feel still tired, but different tired to when you were in your cafe before. Besides that, what's the biggest difference? Like being... Uh, employed and having your own business well everything I do I do for me basically I I do it for my business Um, and that means if I'm feeling lazy one day you know I don't have the thought that oh someone else is paying me to do this so I need to do this I need to work fast and I need to be efficient and stuff like that but on the other hand I'm thinking okay so if I'm lazy with this, it's gonna be a problem for me. So in, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it, it feels different because I know that whatever I do, I do it for, for my own business. Mm. Um, and if I don't get stuff done on time or something like that, well, it's a problem for my business and for my income basically <laughs> um, yeah so that little responsibility so, to your own self yeah mm-hmm. it, it really um makes a difference because i feel more responsible and it makes it easier to do boring tasks basically mm. we can maybe end up on a on a funny note sometimes we all have days where nothing works how does it how, how does it work for you when you have one of these days and <laughs> and you manage to <laughs> To screw something up uh, at the cafe, have you ever, for example, like, spilled coffee on a on a customer or something like that? Well, not yet, luckily. But 
you know, those days happen when suddenly the coffee pot just spills all over. Um, you forget that you already uh, ran the coffee and then you do it again. And uh, obviously you cannot have two pots of coffee in one pot. <laughs> uh, those things happen and that sucks. But at the same time, you know, it's just... The good thing here is that people are so sweet and talkative and... So when a customer walks in on me at that horrible moment, they basically just laugh and they're like, oh, let me help you with this. And, you know, so my, my shitty days here is not that bad because people are really, really nice. So would you say students are nice customers? Yeah. Yeah? Very much. Um. <laughs> That's good that you have a good experience with us. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I just, uh, I just complain to the people around me. <laughs> Which means to my customers, basically. So <laughs> if everything goes wrong, I'm just like, yeah, sorry, I'm a mess today. But this has been my day so far. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a very honest person and maybe sometimes too honest. Maybe I tell people too much, but that's just how I am. And I think I actually think it works for me because people get a better idea of who's the person behind the counter, you know? I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just someone pouring the coffee, but I'm actually someone they can talk to about mm. whatever. It's, it's really nice to know, know the person. Do you remember your customers? Yeah. And how do you do that? <laughs> There must be so many people. Well, I mean, I don't remember everybody, but I have a lot of regulars. Um, and I don't know, I, I remember the people that I talk to because of whatever we talk about. And then the few people that I don't really talk to, I remember because of that. I'm like, oh, that's the silent guy who just come in and says medium fries, please. And then, like, okay, fair. Um, <laughs> There's such a guy in the doors. There's such a guy. And, and I'm just like, oh, that's the no talky talky guy. At least he says, please. Um, yeah, that's nice. So, you know, I, I remember people, I don't, I don't remember names mm. at all. I suck at names. But I remember people on what they order or what we talk about. So I'm like, okay, this is the Polish guy who who told me about that nice place in Krakow or whatever. And and this girl is, uh, what's my called? Yeah, chicken pesto with extra pesto girl. And you know, yeah. so in that way, I remember people. Mm. Which reminds me of, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember that talk, but we had one as well. And you mentioned that, that you don't drink coffee yourself. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. So how come a girl that does not drink coffee opens a coffee place? <laughs> Because there was a need for it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a cafe that happens to have coffee mm -hmm. because people expect that of cafes. <laughs> makes um, kind of sense. Yeah. And again, I have really nice people who helped me out when I needed to, um, to set up the machines and um, figure out how much coffee to go for, for a pot and stuff like that. Um, the nice people at the accommodation office. Um, I, I think they might have had ticks from all the caffeine in, in the first week <laughs> because I just kept coming with new coffee and I was like taste this taste yeah. this how is it now is it good is it you know is the milk hot enough should it be more foamy and uh, so what's your favorite yeah. drink then a chai chai latte ah 
Do you make so, that as well? I, I make it, yeah. Okay, I make it from scratch. Okay. I try to uh, to make as many of the of the things from scratch as, as possible. That's a very good thought at the uh, end, I think. Yeah, I we mean, can, we can definitely recommend your coffee. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we drink <laughs> your you, coffee. You've had a bit of it and by now. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can also recommend talking to you because it's been it's been a real pleasure. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you. Exactly, guys. So thank you, Pernilla, for coming. You're and welcome. Yeah, as Mishka said, anybody has should come downstairs, and if not the coffee, they definitely should have talk with you. So that would be it. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. Have a nice day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with the next episode of Humans of SDU. In the meantime, come find us on Facebook and Instagram and write us the answer to the question, what is Pernille's favorite drink? Have a great weekend. See you next Wednesday.